Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, one of my favorite days of the week, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, where we chat a little bit about, you know, having that great relationship with money and what you can do with that as an entrepreneur and it's impacting people, spreading kindness. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. We have an amazing guest on this morning, but before we do our formal introduction, I'm just going to turn it back over to Carol Sue to explain a little bit more about Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Absolutely. Thank you, Jan. You know, we, always, we often talk about, you know, donating to that favorite charity, right? That is not what this is, although we want you to still do that, of course. This is really all about paying it forward to an unsuspecting person. So you're actually going to have a financial exchange, but the, the exchange is actually only going from your piece. And then we're hoping that that inspires others to do the same. So what does that exactly mean? We know that a lot of times, a lot of people talk about, especially with entrepreneurs, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with entrepreneurs, but anyone that really goes after and understands the value of money, the more that you have, the more that you can impact, that you can maybe donate, that you can help others in need. And so, but in order to have that mindset, you got to have a healthy relationship with it, right? Money is not a bad thing. It's just a matter of your perspective and understanding that what the power of what you can do with that. So what do we mean by that? Financial exchange with someone that you don't know, how can that be? How can you do that? Well, I'll give you a few few examples of some of the fun ways that we do it. Sometimes you're at a gas station, right? You're getting gas. Well, we know across globally, gas is a little high right now, not right now. So wouldn't it be cool if before that person puts in their credit card that they already see a little bill in there? Now, it doesn't mean it has nothing to do with the actual financial amount. It could be a dollar. It could be $5. It does not matter what that is. It's the act of doing it and how you could actually change the direction of maybe someone's day. Maybe they were stressed out about getting that gallon of gasoline, or maybe you're in say a Walmart or a Target or wherever you might be. And you go down the baby food aisle and you maybe slip a little bill into a diaper bag, whatever it may be. It's just actually doing the act because what you put out to the universe, we already know that the universe, our thoughts, our deeds, all those have electric currents. So we want to make sure we're pa passing out really good positive vibes every single day, but especially on Wealth Wellness website. So that's pretty it in a nutshell. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, we always do such an amazing uh, conversation on that subject. So without Thank further ado, we want to um, introduce our guest, Yasi Montrose. Let me let me tell you a little bit about Yasi though. He has a 20 year plus year background, um, expert in fitness and nutrition. He has a very unique program. Many of his clients suffer from back and joint pain, and he works with his clients to improve their um, performance with less injury. Now, who doesn't, you know, have some back pain from every now and then? So we want to take this opportunity to welcome Yasi. Welcome to the Two Sisters podcast. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Janice. Thanks, Carol. Can you hear me uh, okay? Yes. Yeah, we can Perfect. hear you just fine. So how did... Um, how did all of this come about for you? Well, I always had lower back pain myself um, growing up. Uh, I was I had terrible, terrible posture. Um, you know, obviously it affected my back, it affected my, my joints, uh, my knee, shoulders. I was also very much into sports. So I was training and doing other stuff, but 
I was just putting more and more pressure on my lower back and uh, my joints. So at the gym, like, you know, I always liked to be active, but um, I just didn't know. I was always like, in such pain. And uh, I went to an ab class the one time at the gym and they brought out the exercise ball that uh, I'm sitting on and bouncing on right now. <laughs> and uh, so they brought it out at the end, you know. So, so I just... Uh, tried it out and I just took to it uh, just fun that's all I thought it was you know and I thought hold on this uh, because it's fun I found other workouts a bit boring anyway and I was really wanting to um, improve my training make it more fun not boring and uh, you know for stand push-ups or sit-ups or whatever the case is uh, I wasn't much into lifting weights so I, I don't like what to do for my body so anyway, the next day I went back to the gym and I just started exclusively using the ball, just messing around in it. I started uh, researching a lot of uh, ball videos and what's possible on the ball and uh, all that, that sort of stuff. And I noticed after a couple of weeks, I was oh, hold on, like, where's my actual back pain gone? I don't have any more back pain. It's very strange. I've been suffering from so much back pain. And like, it's just like, it's gone. It's like, where did it go to? Like, I had no idea. Like, I didn't connect to that, like, that moment. But I still continue training. And then obviously I thought, okay, click there. You know, what I'm doing, my posture's improving. I could see my strength and uh, stability improving. I'm improving my sports performance on the, wherever I was playing. I, like before I couldn't beat them, I was now turning the tables and always beating them. So, you know, I just after, then after a year of sort of training on this, like, I'm, I completely transformed my life, my confidence levels, everything about myself. And I thought, hold on, if I can do this to myself, I can surely do to others. So over the next couple of years, I went deep dive into researching, getting my qualifications, um, and just really did a holistic uh, health uh, practitioner, you know, practitioner with Paul Check. A lot of his courses, uh, he's a great, like he has an early mentor in terms of my journey. And um, yeah, as soon as I got my qualifications, I started training a few people and I noticed there, back problems disappearing and I just kept going and going and going and improving all different types of issues. Wow. What would you say? Because I, you know, I imagine, you know, when we, you know, our bodies are going through the, these changes, whether it's directly from an injury, whether it has to do with age related, poor diet, there's many, many culprits, let's say. And I think what people are finding as they age uh, they want to do, you know, things that are putting less stress on their joints and their muscles, uh, more low impact, uh, more resistant type. So obviously, because of the ball, like I guess you bounce it away there. That you know, you're you're relieving that the the your own body weight is being dispersed a little bit better. I would imagine. Uh, you also have the ability because the ball uh, contains air, so it's almost like a shock absorbent. So you do, do you contribute that that's, it has to do with, because uh, I do a lot of bands in the water. I do them outside uh, on land as well, but I, I find that I'm getting uh, even a stronger workout because it's a resistant workout, but I'm, I'm you know, in the water. So it's left less impactive, uh, you know, on my joints and my muscles. So does it have something, to, I mean, obviously you did the research. So what would you say was the number one reason why you're finding better uh, achievements with getting your workouts in and at the same time relieving pain, which is amazing. Well, you hit the nail on the head. It absor as you said, it absorbs gravity. So you have no stress whatsoever on the body while you're working out. And you can control 
how much load you're pushing on, depending on what you're doing and uh, how you want to do it. But because my workout is based on the ball as opposed to on the floor, mainly, um, you controlling what you put into the body. So if you have a wrist injury, for example, you can decide, you don't have to do a full-on push-up. You can basically stand up and just put a little bit of pressure, moving the ball around with the wrist and gradually put a little bit more pressure on, um, on your wrist, basically. Same thing with back, same thing with uh, you know, the muscles surrounding the knees. It's all working in a low impact uh, or no impact environment, basically. But the, what you're getting, the benefits are, is absolutely insane because you're getting all the high um, investments and benefits in, but with like almost zero risks, basically, using the ball. And I would imagine, too, that's obviously less impact and less stress on the joints because a lot well, of that's people, exactly it. Yeah, there's no there's, there's no impact on it. You're not impacting your joints. You can make a hit workout, um, high intensity interval training workout without any other actual uh, impacts on the joints, which is the biggest thing. Your small stabilizers are first forced to work. You're forced to continue the reaction time get improve your 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 stabilizers which a lot of the time are ignored and um, you you talk about doing weights or whatever push-ups yes your big global muscles are working your chest your biceps your abs your quads you know your glutes but what about all those st small stabilizers connecting you know the connectors you know and all those deep you know deep deep muscles of tba your quadratus lumborum you're just like there's so many your solus you know what about those you can't train them just from going to the gym and doing static exercises and i love it too because a lot of people i am not a gym person you know we talk about you know jan loves going to the gym or you know i prefer to work be in my own environment for for a multitude of reasons and there, you know, there's maybe one or two machines that I particularly care for, but I found to kind of work around that, you know, using bands or whatever. Time, uh, time restrictions, getting back and forth to the gym, and the fact that that ball, you know, could be right at your home. You could do it at the yeah. uh, leisure of multitasking, because a lot of us really are trying to. Uh, in making sure that our health and wellness is in check, but combining it with either uh, in multitasking and or enjoyment. And I would imagine the ball is something that the whole family can get involved with. Now, are there different, uh, I would say I've got the bigger ball, but are there, I've never seen, are there smaller balls too? I've never seen that. Yeah, so there's, there's different quality balls. So you, you are recommend getting a good quality burst resistant ball because, you know, some accidents happen where it's a, you, you know, it's sharp object or something and then it pops right. like a balloon. You're very much at risk even just sitting on the ball. So if you get a burst quality, good quality burst resistant ball, it's not going to pop, it's going to gradually deflate. That's number one. Number two, according to your height. So if you're like uh, so really tall, like over six two, six three you would be getting at least sitting on a 75 centimeter ball. But if you, and the most people, adults fall into range about five foot three, between five foot three and six foot, uh, or just about, you'd get a 65 centimeter ball. And below five foot two, you know, you need a 55 centimeter ball. And that's, uh, you know, either um, short adults or even like teens or children, you know, like it goes down to 45 for even toddlers. So uh, you, and I've seen, I've sold one, I mean, I've used one 85 centimeter ball for one huge person, which I've never, I've sold one to him because like he couldn't, it was too small, the 75, and that's huge. And um, I don't recommend getting the bigger one because then, you know, you're further away from the ground and that can have an impact if you fall um, 
for me, you need to have the right size, the right quality, so you you safe, you know, you make it as safe as possible. Right, and you know, did you, I mean, I didn't know that, I mean, that there was even different size balls, I never really, because usually, you know, if you go to a sporting, sporting good or, you know, wherever, they usually just have the one size. So that's why I'm surprised that there's all these different size balls, which obviously makes sense. We're not all the same size. Yep, exactly. Um, and if you do, if you choose the right ball and the right size for you, the longevity and sustainable benefits you get, like uh, people are shocked when they hear my age. Uh, when I'm like, I'm 42 at the moment, um, people are shocked that I'm 42, but I, I'm not planning for short term, you know, this is my lifestyle. So when I'm 80, 90, whatever the case is, obviously nutrition goes hand in hand because it's really important. I want to be just as active as I am now. I'm going to be doing some crazy stuff on the ball. I'm going to be doing some crazy adventures with my kids. And that's what it's about is quality of life, not being put on the sidelines because you're in pain or because you can't move or whatever other reason. 100% agree with that. Right up my alley. <laughs> right. And then the other thing too that I will say about the exercise ball is that um, when you're using it, obviously, um, you know, I'm just thinking of one experience when I injured my foot and I really wanted to, um, you know, hit my kickboxing bag. So, you know, thankfully I was stabilized against the wall, but, you know, one punch and I went, Woo! you know, so you have yeah. to be really careful on that and make sure obviously that you stabilize yourself and you know first and foremost obviously you know safety goes hand in hand with that what would you say is for instance when you're working with clients and they have that aha moment like oh my god i didn't know that i could do this well look this aha moments happen all the time like from the first session like they, they're shocked that like they can't believe that the ball first of all can give you a workout like what it does because most people are used to seeing like older people at the gym or whatever using the ball lifting the ball up and rotating the ball side to side and lifting it up and down and, and maybe sitting on it and bouncing gently like what i'm doing um and they're not used to seeing like a proper workout and uh, where, where i am now in israel most people associate the ball with pregnant women which it's amazing for pregnant women as well. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's a lot more. I've trained like athletes, you know, like so those aha moments like that. I told them in the beginning, like, do you think you could stand on the ball? I said, there's no chance, no ways. You know, the minute they start kneeling on the ball, but in a safe way, as you said, you've got to progress in a safe way because the minute my whole thing's about sustainability and longevity, there's no point in doing something that a client's not ready because then they fall and hurt themselves and then they buy training for a long time, whatever the case is. So, that's, everything's done in a safe place. It's about being able to know how to move with the ball. So when the ball goes in one direction, you're not going to go in the, in the opposite direction. It's knowing how to move in the same direction with the ball so that it's just a bit, keeping the impact low, 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 and not uh, actually, um, you know, hurting yourself. What would be the, the probably the most basic movement with the ball that you would tell somebody that obviously suffers like myself, lower, lower back pain. Uh, and my second question would be, do you find resistance from men using the ball versus women? Because women would jump right on it. Like that to me, that's like a, a no brainer, but I would tend to think that men, especially if they regularly work out, you, you know, you used to using weights, using uh, actual quote machines versus a ball. Do you get resistance from them saying like, really? I'm going to use that ball. 
So the first question in terms of, you know, or really someone has low back, it's not just one specific exercise. It's a, there's a basic exercises in different positions on the board that is safe and good, uh, you know, for the person. I've trained someone, I'll give you an example, uh, someone who had a huge uh, um, uh, infection, uh, a virus in his body that left him half semi-paralyzed on his one side. He could not move when I first trained him. Like when I first started with him, he could not move. He was in so much agony the whole time. His his gait was literally on one side, like you know, hobbled on one side and walking like that. He is the doctors, you know, said they 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 can't do much surgery. It's not gonna make any difference, you know. Like it's you're gonna have to live with it and manage with it. And he couldn't, there was no quality of life. He couldn't go on an airplane, he couldn't be involved with his grandkids, he couldn't do it, he couldn't play golf, which he loved. And I started training with him and gave him small basic movements on the ball, like and a series of it. And slowly, slowly, gradually, he was able to do a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Eventually, he started standing on the ball and walking and playing golf and doing and going snorkeling with his kids, like after a few years of training. So that's what it's about. And in answer of your second question, yeah, of course, you get some people who have these weight guys who lift weights and like, what's the ball going to do for me, whatever the case is. But then when um, depending on what their goals or if they've been injured, a lot of them are injured, so they now need to rehabilitate themselves if they want to get back into exercise. And I've had a few of those, like powerlifters, number one, and weightlifters. They, you know, they were completely lost in terms of training. They were they were depressed because they couldn't train. They were in so much pain. Uh, really, I currently have an elite um, runner training with me because she has some knee pain. Uh, that's a that's a woman. But I'm talking about these men with powerlifting and weightlifting. They came to they came to me and they thought, "Oh my, like, what's the ball going to do?" Honestly, you know. Right. And so they were first started. They're like very skeptical, and then I started with them slowly, and they're like, "Whoa, hold on, the ball is like this is I can move with it. I can do things." Both of these clients ended up not just getting back into the powerlifting and weightlifting with zero injury and zero pain, they actually started competing even more competitively and started winning against those categories because they developed their core and their base so much that they were able to utilize it in a whole uh, you know, range of workouts and competitions and improve their overall quality of life. So if someone's doing, someone's doing weights, think about it, you're just putting more heavy muscle on the body and it's just uh, not functional, it's weighing the body down, you're feeling heavy, you know, you want functional muscle, you want to feel light in your body. I'm weigh, I weigh 102 kgs, I'm not sure how much in, in pounds, but it's quite a lot. But I feel like I'm 70 kgs, which is a big difference. Right. Right. And weight is all a perspective of a number. And I think a lot of times when people go into starting a new type of program, um, and especially with the the exercise ball, I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about it. And, you know, to to hear the progress of your clients from when they started to where they are and what they're able to do today, like that to me is just so fascinating and almost miraculous because they could have chosen to stick where they were. And that's fascinating. So this is this is telling this is telling me 102 kgs is equivalent to two 224.9 pounds. Yeah, so that's exactly it's quite heavy, it's quite it's not light, you know. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, going back to what you said, it's just um uh, you know, the way it's it's an, I, I find the ball like literally a miracle work uh, like 
machine, if you know what to do with it. It enables you to move and to just, not just uh, your body-wise, but affect your mind and affect your personality in, a positive, in such a positive sense. It changes who you are, literally, because all your small neuro uh, muscles or neuro you know, pathways are talking to each other and the cells and whatever the case is always. So the mind, the body, you know, converting new neural muscles, new neural pathways and movements and all of that sort of stuff. And you completely change from the, literally your inside out. And that's what I, and that's what I help people do. So it's just not becoming in the same negative state that someone is. And like they have to be there and live with it forever because, you know, they hit a certain age and they don't feel good. Uh, you can be, it's about being young, feeling young. The age is really just a number. We, we preach that all the time. And we, you know, we do say, you know, you've got to obviously uh, embrace uh, and validate where you are in your journey at all times. Um, but for us, it's always been about longevity. And everyone, when they, when they hear that, the misconception is, oh, are, you, are the two of you trying to live to over 100? We, we're blessed with great genes on either side that you know, that, that is a true possibility, but it's not about the number. It's about being the healthiest and uh, have that vitality as long as we can. Uh, because I think we've seen, you know, coming off of a generation where they weren't as active and sadly, you know, different ailments, diseases, uh, not paying attention to their gut health really impacted their journey further on. And, you know, that's where the depression uh, comes in. That's where you feel a sense of helplessness because you can't, you're not moving the same way that you used to. So why not, you know, the, our bodies are a fine machine and we want to take care of them, uh, but it's also our responsibility to do that. So it's really a service announcement to all people. If you really want to be the healthiest you want, you don't have to be that gym rat. You don't have to be pounding the heavy weights, uh, you know, running the marathons, whatever. There's other great avenues that is going to still uh, give you that success with your body. But I, I love it because it's low impact and you're actually using your weight uh, in such a way that you're kind of controlling what you're doing versus, you know, using a machine and or weights that, you know, you're, you're, you could press the limit and guess what happens? Then you create a, a situation where maybe your tendons, your joints can't handle it. Now you've got an injury and now you're, you know, further away from where you want to be to begin with. So I, I love this idea, uh, idea with uh, using the ball. I absolutely love it. Uh, it's just uh, like, it's, I, don't believe, I can't um, tell you what it's done for me in terms of it absolutely filtered for every area of, a lot, of, of my life. And my client's life, it's just like, you know, you can do so much on the ball. I've created over two and a half thousand exercises on the ball and countless of different workouts for countless of different things. So the amount, the variation of what you can do is literally endless of your creativity. And you don't start off like, you know, I do some crazy things. So it's fun for me. So I keep engaged all the time. Like mm -hmm. I'm doing handstands on the ball. I'm, I'm almost, I'm doing handstands on two balls. At the moment, uh, I'm you better be careful. You may have a circus that sees you and wants to <laughs> yeah, so away for an you, act. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to do that. But regardless, I, 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 I don't expect other people to start off like that. It's all right. I, I go to them according to where they can handle and then build them up. And depending on what their goals, whether it be strength, whether it be just general health, their power, sports performance, you know. I, you can do pretty much go in any avenue with the ball, but just the difference is you're working every single muscle while you're doing a push-up or as, as something else as opposed to just a few, few muscles. Right.
Now, along with doing a headstand, and I believe you said two exercise balls. What is your other favorite thing to do? Like it's, um, let's say it's a must, it's a staple for each workout. For me in person? Yes. Well, I've got a whole lot of different things that I've got to do. Like um, I have, a, I've got a schedules like where I have to do certain things. So like in my mind, I've got to jump from two to two balls all the time because otherwise I don't want to lose that. It's quite scary, you know, oh, yeah. to use that. Mm -hmm. uh, so if I keep it up, maintain it, uh, you know, I always have that confidence there because I know how I'm going to land. I know how I'm going to, what I'm going to do. Another one, skipping while I'm standing on the ball. That's uh, another, you know, like pretty much. Uh, yeah, it's crazy I stuff. See, I, I see that one. Hold up, yeah. hold up for a second here. Did you just say skipping as in skip to my loo? Like you're skipping. S skipping on the ball like that while I'm standing on the ball. Yeah, kind of like with a jump rope. A jump rope, yes. Yes. Jump rope. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would be leaning on my ass, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Most people would, because, uh, and I wouldn't suggest anyone trying it until you. Sure. Absolutely. You, until you, you know, you have so much. You, you've developed all those neural pathways, new things of movement, knowing how to move with the ball. Um, you know. And then doing push-ups, uh, you know, doing different types of push-ups on the ball is, is my absolute must. Uh, I've got minimums that I've got to do, you know, not to, if my body's feeling, I'll change the variation to make it a little bit easier if I'm feeling energy drained. If I'm feeling full of energy, I'll, I'll make it more explosive and challenge myself in a lot more. So depending on, I listen to how my body, what how I feel, but at the same time, it doesn't give me an excuse to cop out and not do anything. Because uh, unless, uh, you know, there's some unforeseen circumstance, I'm going to, you know, keeping at it, it's part of your lifestyle. It's so important to miss one workout, you start missing two, you, start, right. you miss a week, you miss a month, and then you're like, whatever, you know, like back on the couch, eating, not doing anything. So it's so important uh, to keep it up. Now, do you, do you implement that every single day? Or uh, in addition to that, you also have another routine that you do and you just exercise every day, but alternate. What is kind of like a typical schedule? So the minimums are every day, pretty much. I have to okay. do them. If I'm feeling completely knackered for whatever reason, exhausted, I won't do anything else. Right. But generally, I have another workout, or, you, know, you know, in conjunction with sure. those minimums. Absolutely. So theoretically, I mean, that, and that's the other key piece to it. Like even if someone was doing, you know, 15 minutes to 30 minutes a day, it's something that they can easily adapt in their schedule. It's a ball. So it's not something that you, you know, it's the investment wise, uh, you're actually really investing in yourself uh, versus exactly. like this heavy duty equipment. But you obviously you want to make sure that it's a good quality ball. And uh, who doesn't have 30 minutes a day? Come on, people. We all have 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Yeah, investing in yourself completely, that you hit the nail on the head because, you know, you can invest in the machine and heavy equipment at the end of the day, not feel, you feel terrible and then end up not doing anyway and ending up, ending up having to sell it or just collect right. dust. But when you invest in yourself and you learn how to move your body, how to, where proprioception is, where, you know, in different levels, you know, like um, you start doing and able to do and see things in such a better quality type of way. And, and that's what, you know, ends up in a good quality life with good quality relationships, with good quality, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah.
it just snowballs into a, a positive force. And I think if yeah. people, you know, grasp that piece to it, you know, when we start taking care of ourselves, we have a better outlook on things. So it also impacts your, your mindset. So I think that these are all awesome, awesome, great things. And yeah, sure. I, I love what you said about, um, you know, you kind of, you enable your mind to, to really um, kind of, I don't want to say justify, but, you know, your behavior to how you react to things that you can't do. And you turn that and around, around in a way where your clients are focusing on what they can do. You know, maybe they start out, as you said, very slow with it and you have to work up, but that enables them. Like, I, I just think of that feeling that you're, clients feel when like oh my god you know I was able to do a push-up like or I was able to do a sit-up I mean how fascinating is that that's awesome the, yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a confidence booster because you know the, that helplessness gets in especially if someone's very active to, to for them to have that very structured workout schedule you know goal oriented especially if there's someone that you know is competing and or just you know is that gym rat to go from that to basically you're depleted. There's nothing you can't do because uh, you're, you know, maybe doing a little bit of PT, but other than that, you're like, oh, you know, when is that going to end? To the fact that now you're showing them that there's another instrument that they can use that not only is going to help them get through that recovery process uh, and and building new memory skills for those those tendons, joints, and muscles, but something now that they continue with and implement and integrate with what they were already doing. Yeah, exactly. And as a recent example, I'm training an elite runner athlete. Uh, she was so depressed when she couldn't run anymore because she she was training for the European Championships and she got injured and her knee ligaments, uh, you know, mm. that. And every after K, she could not do any running. And she came to me and I started training her and she said, you know, this is the first time since running that she's felt like a runner's heart. Like, and that's what you so it's an alternative to a runner's heart. And now she's back running like after it's been a couple of months of been training of course she's now running 20ks without pain at faster speed because she's more efficient and more balanced right. and she's building her endurance to get back to the full marathon which is like 42 uh, kilometers I think. that's amazing yasi what would you say is one exercise that maybe you're working toward now obviously you have a long history and background i mean you're skipping while standing on the exercise ball, but is there like maybe one thing that you're working toward? Um, in general or in terms of specific exercise? In terms of specific uh, exercise. Well, I'm always trying to like improve and to make it more challenging. So for example, like, you know, I'm at the, at the moment, I'm, I've just mastered or just getting to master one ball on top of each other, kneeling on the ball without my hands on the ball. So for that specific exercise, I want to start, I want to actually eventually stand on one ball on top of another ball and start standing on that ball, on that. So that's, uh, you know, for that. Then there's another exercise. I'm standing on one leg on the ball. I can hold it for good 20, 30 seconds. I want to, I'm doing um, a knee bends. So I want to go into full pistol squats on one leg. So that's another exercise uh, that I'm working on. You see, so each of these, each different exercises, are, I'm keeping on improving and just trying to get better and better and better. And then obviously thinking more naturally as like what I can add in or different things with the exercise to make it a little more challenging. Like for example, like a swimming pool. 
I've mastered, uh, you know, hands on the ball in the water and doing a push-up position with my feet on the on the edge of the water and the ball in the water and holding in a full plank position, basically, and holding wow. it for 30 seconds. So that's the type of, you know, it's limited to your creativity. It uh, makes it a lot, a lot harder. Wow. In the water, Carol Sue. I know. I'm thinking I'm already visualizing myself, you know, running on the ball and flopping and actually doing a belly flop and I'm laughing. <laughs> so me too. I envision that too. I'm For sure you. you do. But that adds to the, you know, I, I think that's again, it's just something different and it's gonna add uh, so much value to everyone in all different levels, whether it's enjoyment, whether it's really developing those muscles, tendons, and joints that you otherwise may not even really be truly working out to its their potential because you're focused on may, maybe more weights versus uh, this, yeah. which I gather just really strength, strengthens. So in, in, in many ways, it's preventative, uh, you know, for for that that runner, especially a marathoner or anyone that's really using these different joints, muscles, and tendons that they're really adding to the quality of making sure that they've got something preventative to help them not have those injuries. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. It's, just, uh, it's both preventive and rehab. I, like, for example, I tried to go skateboarding uh, like about 2010, I think it was, and I didn't have the right uh, sneakers on. I had basketball, which is terrible, of course, uh, you know, because of the grip. I had no idea what I, I thought it was just like, event. they didn't give me knee pads, they didn't, uh, you know, give me anything in my helmets. So I went on, I thought my core, you know, because I've got the balance, you know, again, like, you know, I can try the straight, it's easy to manage. Then I'd start to go down a dip, and because of that grip, I couldn't get off the off the skateboard, and I broke my completely fractured my ankle and my fibula, and you know I just the, I went to orthopedic surgeon. He says this is probably one of the worst injuries you've seen, and and I, I had to do surgery then and there, and I was in a huge cost for like six months um, afterwards. And once I still was busy training with the ball without my using the, the leg, but once the cast came off, my ankle was like literally like triple the size. And I told myself, I'm gonna rehabilitate, rehabilitate myself. And I started, I stood on the ball like right there and for a second, it was so sore, got off. Next day, started standing for two seconds, got off. And I came back to him a couple of months later. He says, he's never seen such a recovery before have full range of movements and I started doing stuff I used to do jumping on the ball, whatever the case is, squats on the ball, it's just it's never seen such a quick recovery. And I still, you can see the scars to this day and it's still a little bit swollen, but I, you know, it doesn't uh, bother me at all. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yalsi, where can um, our viewers and listeners get in contact with you? Um, I've got, uh, you know, either through Facebook, to TikTok, through um, Instagram, I think for those are three, or email even. Uh, basically, I do a lot of Zoom coaching, Zoom training, especially since COVID, you know, a lot of people do Zoom, and it works. Uh, I haven't met a lot of the, the people that I've trained, and they're getting amazing results. So, yeah, my, my handles is uh, Yossi underscore mantras underscore, Insta, that's which is Instagram, and then my TikTok uh, is Yossi underscore core, uh, core coach uh, Montrose, I think. I haven't been on TikTok. My phone broke for a while. That's right. No worries. No but, worries. Uh, yeah. So you can, I'll, I'll respond on either of those. Uh, oh, that would be Facebook. awesome if you could do that. That would be great. Because we know just, you know, a lot of people are doing that. They love to look at, you know, what's the latest, what's different, what's new. What can I encompass, you know, right? You know, because people are, it's all about time management. 
And for a lot of people, they just, they don't have the time to get to the gym because, you know, whether it's further away, just the time allotted in, you know, between the commute. So a lot of people really are right. trying to utilize what's in their own home and uh, do their workouts. So I think that's- So that's actually, yeah, so actually people who don't want to train at all and who don't, who hate training, and a lot of people are like that and find it boring or whatever reason, I tell them to get a ball and sit at the ball at the desk like I'm doing and just by bouncing for 30 minutes straight like this, while you're working, you can do your type or whatever, do everything you do, you actually feel like you do like it's quite a workout. You just try right. for 30 minutes straight bouncing, you know what I mean? And then basically lifting one leg up and trying to a little bit of balance and, you know, and then a little bit, and that's how they get into it. You know what I mean? So even if you hate exercise, you don't have to really drastically change your lifestyle. You can literally bring the ball with you, check, stop the chair with the ball and start using it right there at your office. And if that's what work is important at all, at least uh, keep you, uh, your blood flow going and keep you out of, uh, manage your pain better and be more productive over the long run. And I like the idea of the whole balance piece because that's one of probably the key pieces as you age, uh, you know, you, your hips, so you, you find a lot of uh, people with you know, the hip injuries, their, their balance within their ankles and their feet are not there like they used to be. So, I mean, just what you were describing, like lifting one side up is going to strengthen uh, that hip movement as well. So all preventative things to make us healthier. I love it. 100%. Balance is the first thing uh, that goes when, uh, you know, when we age. Right. Perhaps he's playing against us. Uh, you think about it, uh, older people who don't do anything, they walk bent over us. There's no balance whatsoever. I know. One call, goes to the hospital for hip fracture, and then they die of secondary infection. And how often is that the case? Um, you know, just from one fall. The ball with balance, first of all, you're fighting against gravity, which is what, what it's doing, essentially. And you have a quicker reaction time to prevent the falling in the, in the first place. And even if you do fall, you're able to manage that fall in a lot better way, Control, uh, react quicker, whatever the case is. Wow. So literally, balance, balance improves the, the, not only the quality of life, but the quantity of life. Right. Yes, for sure. We want to thank you so much for being here today. Oh my gosh, you provided such amazing information. I've been scribbling notes and I know, me too. Uh, we've learned so much today. And, you know, obviously I've got to resurrect my uh, exercise ball, which is in the other room. I, and I can't wait to do that now. I'm even more excited. Wow. I, we want to thank you again so much for being here and hope you will definitely consider coming back on again. Yeah, for sure. Well, Absolutely. And by the way, you are um, the 501st episode. So we're in, you are the first in the second sec segment of 500 episodes. So that's a uh, pretty significant. Okay. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you for hosting me. I appreciate it. It was awesome. Awesome. I'm going to have to go out and make sure I get the right size ball. I got my notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And if you need any help, just message me again. And we I'm, are, we, I'm, going, to, I'm going to need that help. So you, you can count on that. <laughs> <laughs> this, this has been such an amazing conversation on this Wealth Wellness Wednesday. This is one of those podcasts where I will definitely be re-listening re to this one for sure. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two. 
This says, and this is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss, about to get her ball movement going on. I hope you all are too. Uh, reach out. We are going to make sure that we have all of Yasi's information under this particular episode. And thank you again so much. You've enlightened uh, and inspired, I'm sure, a lot of people now to like get out of their comfort zone. That's something that's doable for them. So we appreciate that. Everyone have a great Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Don't forget to pay it forward. Uh, remember, kindness, gratitude are the greatest of all to human emotions. Take care, everyone. We will see you tomorrow for Trending Thursday. There might be some balls involved with that. Take care, everyone. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye, everyone.